Hello and welcome to Mike's Open Journal, episode 66. Today I am delighted to be able to bring you another discussion with episode where today I am going to be introducing you to a conversation I had uh, just a couple of days ago with Hannah who is a health and fitness blogger um, who I actually met uh, maybe a month or so ago at the Southampton Fitness Festival uh, which we do talk briefly about. Um, so it's an awesome episode where you get a chance to hear a little bit about Hannah's journey into fitness and subsequently into blogging, um, some of the activities and events that she's done as part of that, along with why she's interested in fitness and more recently blogging as well. Uh, big thank you to you guys for listening in. Uh, if you are interested in coming onto the podcast in the future, um, do get in contact. All of the details you can find at the website, which is mikesopenjournal.com. And I'm going to drop you straight into my discussion with Hannah from a couple of days ago. Like, how did you get into kind of talking about fitness and being a an active fitness person? Um, well, I remember very vividly the day I actually decided to get into fitness. Like, I was working my Saturday evening shift at Debenhams, and I was working in the home department, and I picked up this um, Gillian Michaels 30-day shred DVD and I just thought at the time like I was in college going on to university I think and I just thought I want to kind of do something and stick with it because I always do things and then I never stick with it Mm -hmm. so um I picked up this DVD and I thought right I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna see if I can get into something that like maybe I can stick to I really wasn't expecting it but I just thought I'd pick it up and be like oh god that was horrible and chuck it on the side <laughs> um I have to admit it was horrible it was disgusting <laughs> oh my god but I I did stick with it like I'd done the whole 30 days and then mm. something inside of me was like I actually really like this like it wasn't it wasn't so much the workout it was proving to myself that I could do something Mm. and stick with it so after that I then went on to like YouTube videos and I started getting into it and then I realized there was this whole movement of um the Kayla Itzines BBG plan it's bikini body guide on um social media so I was on my personal account at the time and I just started like um ghost following like all these accounts like I wasn't getting involved in anything and then I thought like I'm just gonna like sort of make my own Instagram and um keep it as like a personal journal so like okay I was slowly getting into this fitness journey and I I wanted to just not lose weight I just wanted to tone up a little bit and take better care of myself Mm. so um yeah I started this Instagram account and then um obviously Instagram you get like followers and you get people liking your stuff and then people start like communicating with me and I I kind of liked um communicating with other people who were trying the same thing that I was doing and then ever since from there it sort of grew and then I started running in 2016 right at the beginning of the year which is when I decided to create my WordPress blog um literally just to document running only Mm. um and then obviously I started getting followers on there and then it kind of just blew up from there really like I had a lot more people following me and then I had brands that started like inboxing me like oh can we like send you like our product and if you like it maybe you can promote it and then I kind of thought like this this like is something that can could actually work like I was I never really knew 
blogging existed like that like mm. I knew blogging was out there but I really had no clue about it so it really just started from nothing really it's quite interesting to see like all of that start from a dvd as well no um, just like a Jimmy michael's dvd <laughs> and like that does it does work like people do get into it i think yeah, they do. i remember i made the massive error of um like my i think it was my it was my mum or my sister i think it was my mum had um like a workout dvd and this yeah. is i don't know maybe 10 years ago and i was like right i'm gonna give it a go i see i see what it's like and um, mm-hmm. it was uh, a lot of kind of just sort of running on the spot, bouncing around, doing different things. <laughs> and I was like, it's hard work, but yeah, this is good. It, like I could feel it in my legs. Yeah. And um, towards the end of the video, I remember thinking, oh, I wonder if it makes a difference that they're doing this in a boxing ring and I'm doing that at home <laughs> the next day. <laughs> yeah, it makes a difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was not the one to do. Um, as the first one because that really put me off and I was like I know it's because they're in basically a cushioned floor and they've done all this bouncing and they've had a nice (laughs) at home on like the really really worn out carpet (laughs) yeah um but that's really cool to hear like that progression can hear can happen from someone that's just like oh I'll give it a go I'll pick up yeah yeah find out about kind of some exercises and I guess hopefully that happens for some people when they see some of your stuff as well with the like the stories that you do on Instagram and some of the blog posts and stuff as well yeah yeah because the thing about me is I like to keep it very real like like today I just done a post saying like this is my transformation but instead of highlighting what I did to get that I also highlighted the 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 main struggles in my journey because like having a, a healthier lifestyle and losing weight or whatever your goal is it isn't easy and everything takes time and I just feel like at the moment perhaps social media isn't really showing that it's just showing like the highlights and mm. everything is okay like I'm really one for all these comparison posts at the moment but people are like it's okay to be whichever blah blah but a lot of people struggle with that mm. and I think it's it's important to highlight those struggles and I think it's getting across, like you say, it's that personal journey as well. Yeah. So, because I've seen, um, like, the comments and stuff that you see on some of the posts where actually, possibly like yourself, like, your transformation is a personal one and you want to get fitter. And when people yeah. look at your, it's not a before picture, but your before or your five years ago picture or yeah. something like that, they'll say, well, actually, that's what I'm aiming towards as my, like, good now image yeah um and it's like well what have they got to moan about i'm like if it's not the moment it's a personal journey it depends on where you are and where you're going yeah. and yeah, actually exactly. it's that you might not like or be appealed to where someone else wants to get to and yeah. that's their personal goal and like you yeah. said it's not always about weight loss which no, is the very not. visual thing from images yeah um like especially if you've got not um like extremely tight fitting clothes on you can't tell the difference between all that work that someone's put in yeah um so it can be quite difficult sometimes like I see the benefit in them um and I do think they are good to show personal journeys Mm -hmm. Um, but it can be yeah it can be really difficult when someone's like oh look I used to be like this ginormous fat person and now I'm really skinny and I'm like yeah but someone might have been quite happy at that weight so yeah yeah exactly and it is as well as much as it is a a change in your outside you're changing 
just as much as you are inside. And for me, I think the biggest change overall is like my mentality towards a healthier lifestyle and everything. And like, it just completely changed me as a person. I went from being a really lazy, unmotivated college student. And now I just don't stop working. Like I feel like I'm just a completely different person. And that's all from picking up that DVD. Like your, your progression isn't just on the outside. I think that's a big thing and obviously where a lot of what I do is kind of based around mental health like it's interesting to hear that side of it because I know for for me like I feel like it's really important to try and um, like when I'm at work I try and get outside for half an hour just to walk around um, and be outside and then on the weekend I try and always do like um, one long-ish run Um, and for me like it's that it is the looking after yourself in terms of doing the physical yeah, activity. Definitely. But yeah. it's also sometimes just having that time to yourself. Yeah, to yourself, exactly. It's hard to switch off, but when you're like, yeah. <laughs> I need air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other stuff seems to not matter as much sometimes. <laughs> no, no, I get um, what you mean though. Yeah, definitely. So do you feel like um, it's kind of helped you within yourself as you've gone through that or have you had other people kind of feedback stuff to you? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely helped me in that kind of way as well, because when I was, um, as well at the time when I was going through um, university and that, and Mm. through my fitness journey, I had a quite a a bad spell of like anxiety and that. And I found working out and everything really helped with that. So I think it definitely helped the anxiety side of things, but it also helped, um, just change who I was inside like I was more driven and I focused on myself a lot like you say you go out on your lunch breaks just Mm. to have some me time like that is definitely what I do now whereas rewind three years ago before I started all of this I would never do something like that I'd never go out for a walk on my own or anything like that it's a hard routine to get into isn't it I think. it is and a lot of uh, the biggest thing i i found difficult was people don't understand it like when you say oh, i'm just going to go out for a walk they're like mm. but you don't have a dog and you're like, <laughs> um uh, what <laughs> oh, like i get that so often i don't know and it, it's just i don't know if that's me like and who i'm <laughs> surrounded by but so many people just don't get it like if you want to focus something on you yeah i have to admit i've never got <laughs> i've never got that response about walking <laughs> i do get quite a lot of funny looks about going for a run on the weekend and getting up because i i i like going around when it's quiet because um, yeah. I have a bit of a thing about like other people seeing you running yeah um, yeah and also like wet because I'm in a residential area like I want to run around when there's less cars and less pollution going yeah. on um so it's just nicer to go in the morning um yeah. but like when people say well what are you getting up at like half past six on a weekend for yeah. like well because I'm gradually getting used to going later. I found a couple of places I can go where there aren't cars now, so I can go <laughs> later, which is much nicer. <laughs> go out at like nine o'clock yeah. instead of half six. Um, but I'm like, well, I want to go and do it, and these are the kind of conditions I want to do it in. So that's when I have to get up and do it. Yeah. Um, I feel like you spend a lot of your time justifying your reasons to other people, and then mm-hmm. it kind of makes you question yourself. Yeah, when yeah. I feel like you definitely shouldn't have to. Yeah, because you'd like to think someone says, oh, wow, 
you're doing that, like maybe I can come and do it. Yeah. Rather than a why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny. I think unless you're kind of have a little inkling to this whole mental and fitness mm. side of society nowadays, I yeah. think you don't really understand it at all. That's 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 the approach that I seem to take to some people. Yeah. And I think like you say, it's a difference some people are quite physical in their day-to-day life and wouldn't think twice about um, yeah. like having to put, I guess, effort or a decision into that. Like, why would I go out for a walk? Like, well, I guess maybe you don't feel the need to in a physical sense because your yeah. your job is very physical, so you don't feel the need to. And then it's trying to find something else or a different way to switch off, which for you probably isn't going for a walk because you've spent all day on your feet. Yeah. Um, it might be something else. Um, Mm -hmm. but I know that like in my normal job, like I'll spend a lot of time either stood talking to someone (laughs) or just sat down. So actually walking, um, and running are like, are really good activities for me because it gets me moving. Um, so it's finding what works for you, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, likewise for me as well, because I'm, I'm a graphic designer full time. So I am sat on my backside all day long. Mm. And then when it comes to my break and then coming home, um I'm like get me outside I need to go for a walk or I need to go for a run (laughs) so yeah I I, that's definitely the same as me really so it's interesting kind of you mentioned having like your job as well and I know uh I don't know that we've really looked at it before but I had a few people on before where they're kind of managing like a a blogging role um alongside like part-time or full-time work so how have you managed to kind of balance that because your blogging seems to have taken off quite a lot in the last year or so so how is that managing or how has it been how have you been able to manage it over time with your job um truthfully it's very hard um my social life kind of takes a backseat at the moment um I so I published um I publish posts on my blog two times a week so Wednesdays will be a fitness talk and then Sundays will be like a recipe like a healthy recipe okay so um at the moment like my choose my Monday and Tuesday evenings are spent writing up my blog post for Wednesday if I don't have um so already scheduled um and then my weekends is literally baking for my Sunday post mm. so um I'm really kind of trying to juggle it nicely so that I do have some social time. But at the moment, I'm I'm kind of like a workaholic. So mm. if I have some free time, I'll be like, right, what should I do now for my blog? Yeah. And then I, I started up a newsletter. So now that takes up even more of my time. But um, So I find at the moment it's hard to, to juggle it. I mean, I can do it quite easily, but I am well aware that my social life has taken a backseat and... I don't really get loads of time to see my friends or my family. Um, so during the week, I I work quite a lot, and then my weekends will be when I can socialise. Mm. So, I mean, for me, that's fine at the moment because a lot of my friends are in the same predicament. Like they all sort of work during the week, and then we'll just catch up on the weekend. So that's okay but then some nights I am finding myself saying no I'm not coming out because I've got to get up early and write up a blog post or something because mm. there's no way in hell I can work with a massive hangover so <laughs> <laughs> so I mean 
it is hard work having a full-time job job and then coming home and recently the the one thing that i'm struggling with is the computer and staring at a screen from Mm. seven no nine o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night and so yeah on the weekend i kind of went out and bought a book because i was like i need to get off my screen (laughs) so again like i'm i still looking for ways to look after myself so i am aware that i spend probably a bit too much time working but yeah i think i noticed a couple of weeks ago you saying that i think i i realized pretty much through the whole week it was like wake up look at my phone get ready Um, go to work, use the computer most of the day, yeah. um, come home, look at my phone while I do dinner, have dinner. It's scary, isn't it? Then watch something on the iPad, then go to oh. bed. And I'm like, I've looked at a screen all day for probably yeah. four out of five days. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. And there's no, I'm like, oh, I'm doing something else now. <laughs> You're just looking at a different screen. It's the same I know. thing. <laughs> Yeah, and you totally try to justify it, don't you? Yeah. But um, it is bad, and I do feel like a lot of a lot of society nowadays are just staring at screens. So, mm. yeah. But I I always try and note when I'm I am spending too much time on social media, and then I try and cut it down. Like um, the weekend just gone, I I just resorted to like maybe one post on a Sunday, and that was it because I was like I need some downtime to myself to just not. <laughs> not yeah. look at a screen i think sometimes it's like you say it's recognizing it as well isn't it because yeah i've realized times where i've just kind of sat there for like an hour and a half and i'm not it's not i'm not even doing a chat i'm just sort no. of having a look around maybe posted a couple of i think humorous tweets yeah um, and that's it and i think actually in all honesty that i could have done the, essentially the same thing in 10 minutes 10 minutes mm-hmm. is fine look at it have a skim through if you find something you want to read read it and then that's it like you don't need to spend that yeah because you're not really getting anything out of it in that time no you're not no um so it's just being a bit more useful with it but i think that's the way i i guess it's getting used to the change in the way you use it like yeah social media is all powerful um and then when we're looking at it in terms of like um information or ideas for blog posts as well you're almost looking at it as a you're interested as a normal human being and then mm-hmm. you've also got like your blogger head on of like oh what are people talking yeah, about exactly. is there ideas and um, <laughs> that sort of stuff yeah. as well but yeah I think like you say it's being aware of that and seeing um what's best for you and just recognizing that you're spending loads of time looking at a screen yeah totally and how bad it is for your eyes I oh, know I know oh, wow I think so far my eyes are doing okay it's the occasional headache yeah yeah well I can't really moan about it because I know exactly why that is (laughs) yeah I know we're just we can't ask for pity on us really can we (laughs) I can't um so yeah so we've mentioned loads of stuff about blogging and kind of how you got into it but I know originally you kind of started off with like instagram blogging poorly yeah. and then recently have kind of added in what i would call like a i don't know if it's right like a traditional blogger type thing to your website yeah. um so i don't know if you want to talk a little bit about kind of how that started and how it's grown and why you've added or changed what you were doing yeah so um like i said like i started with my instagram um purely as like a, a personal journal and then mm. slowly worked 
like followers but at the time I didn't see them as followers I just saw them as other people who who were doing exactly the same as me they were they were using the Kalit Science BBG plan and we were just talking about how the workout of the day went and blah blah and then um and then yeah I kind of I think it's really hard thinking back on it and trying to get it all in order but yeah I think I stopped doing Kayla It Signs bikini body guides and then um I started focusing perhaps on the weights and then I started running okay so um January 2016 I started running and um I thought I'm just gonna like have a journal on WordPress and just log like my days and how they went like if I if I struggled with the run or whatever because I'm not a good runner at all like I kind of um run for a bit and then I stop and then I run and then I'm like I call it interval training when it's not that at all. nice nice I like that <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah <laughs> run and then and pan, run and pan <laughs> <laughs> yes um and then um people from my Instagram hooked onto the fact that I had this this blog and um but at the time it wasn't anything wow or that I wanted to make look nice and have people keep going on there it really was just for me but then people started becoming interested in what I had to say um especially like fellow runners who found it um and then it wasn't until a couple of months ago actually um June where my my colleague my who I work with another graphic designer said to me like look your blog has so much potential because by this point I'd started um doing fitness posts and healthy eating food posts so it wasn't just about running anymore Mm. uh, because my running actually only lasted for about just under a year so um at the beginning of the year I would say I started with different fitness topics and healthy eating so yeah my 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 colleague Stuart sort of said look Hannah your blog has so much potential please can we just upgrade it and make (laughs) it look nice and I was like I don't want to lose content because he he wanted to do it and I was like I doubted him like at the time I I I would hate to say it to him but I was like no I don't want to do it like what happens if we lose all the stuff that I've written um but Uh, hands down to him he done an amazing job and I think it was half a day like we we got it done and now my website just looks sparkling new and I'm so proud of it and I've actually I was actually shortlisted for best fitness blog award um a couple of weeks ago which actually finished voting for today (laughs) um um so yeah it's just to see the progress about what a year and a half um go from a little wordpress blog to which i wasn't even promoting to now be shortlisted for best blog awards like for the fitness side of it is just amazing um so yeah it really just went from again a a journal from my instagram to then a blog about a two years later yeah two years later after my instagram Mm. and then yeah it wasn't through me promoting it really at all it really was just me keeping writing down my thoughts and people were just generally interested in what you have to say and I think it all really goes back to that like I've been experimenting with my posts at the moment and people just want to hear your experience about things like I don't think they really care about the the whole fitness trends and that they want to know what what your 
what your experiences are mm. everything like and I kind of when I think about the blog posts that I read that's that's the type that I also like like hearing other people's genuine thoughts about it like I just find nowadays in the blogging world things can be so promoted and sponsored um but yeah I feel like I'm uh, yeah I think I think it comes across though doesn't it because like you say I think there is more um I guess uh like an investment or an interest in yeah. people rather yes, than like, what I was trying to say. A, like a product or a service and yeah like, I guess even in like a salesy way they're more likely to be interested in it it's like oh I really like Hannah and her fitness and healthy stuff and I'm more likely to be like oh I would like to get I don't know those leggings because they're the ones that she has rather yeah. than like oh look how amazing these leggings are oh, they're so comfortable yeah. and they keep my skin dry and da 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 yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah it's that um I guess like indirect selling sort yeah. of thing um yeah. of yeah like and I think it's yeah go <laughs> sorry <It's> okay <laughs> I think as well I think as well you your post and they really um like agree with everything you say but you don't you don't know about these followers until they one day pop up in your emails or something and they're like mm-hmm. oh like i really love like your stories and everything and then it, it's kind of that like they they feel like they're connected to you in a personal way and i feel that's the one thing i love about blogging is people just feeling the mutual the mutual subjects that you write about and everything and yeah and I think, like you say, it's the feedback as well. Um, yeah. Because, like, I've noticed in the last couple of days, I've had a couple of comments from people, and it's like, I don't know, you can look at numbers or not look at numbers, but actually it's like when people talk to you about stuff you've posted or stuff you've done, like, yeah. you interact with that so much more than... Yes, yeah. Um, it actually means something. It's like, oh, that person's... Um, like I follow a couple of people <laughs> it's horrific because I really don't cook or bake or anything but I do <laughs> I look at like a few food posts and yeah. like the feedback that some of those people get from like oh I've tried your recipe and it was really good and, yeah. or I tried it and I like it with like a little bit of this extra or whatever and I'm like that's amazing because they've just done it based off of yeah. they've read what you've done and either copied it exactly or tailored it a little bit to themselves and yeah um i think that's amazing and that's much better than oh look 10 100 1000 10000 people have exactly, read your post yeah like this person's actually made what you made yeah. and like has copied you and i think oh that kind of feedback i think is really nice and i'm like it's not even yeah. my flipping food <laughs> but <laughs> No, and then and then it kind of gives you like restores your faith in blogging because mm. blogging isn't the easiest thing in the world. Like sometimes you do feel like, oh god, like am I doing this for something? Because it's so competitive at the moment as well. Mm. But when you get comments and messages like that, it just makes it so much more so much more worthwhile. Yeah, and I think like you say, it comes back to that. Um, like a lot of people are doing it on top of um their their normal paid job and they are yeah. doing it out of like love for what they do a passion yeah. for it and wanting to share um like that story whether that's mental health whether it's fitness whether it's um food and nutrition or whatever it is it's actually like I really enjoy going out there and doing these activities and like keeping trim or I really like food and I like spending time on making it and it tasting nice and trying different stuff yeah um 
I think that, I don't know, it's just, it's nice to see that people are passionate and interested in that stuff and want to share that story. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, yes, there are people out there that are paid or do it for a career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's really nice to see some of those. I don't like smaller, <laughs> like but those <laughs> people that are doing it and are doing it alongside other commitments and are doing it more yeah. out of passion for it rather than um, yeah. like necessity, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think, and I hope um, a lot more people are becoming known to that as well um, with the whole like Instagram algorithm and everything mm-hmm. and like all these sponsorships. Like, I mean, I get sponsorships and I uh, and I do them myself sometimes, but um, yeah, I just it does make it worthwhile when you have people really commenting to you saying like, yeah, they've tried your recipe and it Mm. it was brilliant because at the end of the day that completely blows all the numbers, all the followers and everything out because you know that at least somebody is taking interest in your stuff. And it could be that that person found you initially actually because you did a sponsored or a paid post and and you got – uh, so you did something with a brand and they shared your post or your story yeah. and so you pop up because they happen to also follow that brand and they're like yeah. oh okay let's go and see what this person talks about yeah. and like say for you if you were doing something with a fitness brand and then they go and look at your website um and then they're like oh she actually did stuff on food and then it's it's through that as well so yeah it can kind yeah. of work for you in that way as well which I think is um it's kind of that nice like I guess it's a freelance type style of Mm -hmm. work as well so yeah that's pretty cool and then obviously like you say you've got the recent stuff with the um the awards um so I don't know you mentioned it briefly earlier um I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that and the categories and how that's happened yeah so um the health bloggers community um are basically a massive community for um health and fitness bloggers and i've I've actually been following them and been a part of them since the very beginning of my blogging days um and yeah I think I was shortlisted out of like a couple hundred couple thousands maybe um to just free three of us in the best fitness blog award category um and yeah the the um, voting was opened about two weeks ago I think and it closed today um and then the ceremony is on the September the 21st where we will find out who won so very exciting and I'm so grateful to even be shortlisted Mm. because it's yeah it's just it's amazing a year and a half later after even having the blog so the shortlists are because there's a couple I keep getting confused now the shortlist I think came from so originally someone had to nominate you and then the list was cut yes. down by judges. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not just public vote as well. Like, uh, Yeah, so I think... People have looked at and judged you to be... Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it was the, um, like, the public um, could nominate could nominate you and then mm. judges shortlisted it. Mm. Um, and then the voting process, it's 30%... Um, public vote and then the rest is in the judges hands Mm -hmm. um which i think is a a really fair way to do it because i've I've had a lot of comments saying yeah but your instagram's amazing like you're gonna win i'm like no it's not my instagram it's my blog (laughs) (laughs) so i think it's a good job we have judges on hand yeah and it's a nice i guess it's that balance then between yeah definitely um, because 
like uh, the whole thing with like uh, voting is you have like friends and family who mm. are so supportive. So yeah, I think you definitely need judges there. Yeah, and it's that nice balance, isn't it, between you've got readers and fans that can get involved, and then there's the professional yeah. side to yeah. the awards as well, which is really nice. So that's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, and one thing I did want to mention as well is obviously uh, the first time we met was at um, South Sea Fitness Festival as well, yeah. um, where you were there as kind of like a, a speaker, yeah. workshop leader. Um, so I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about how that came together, because obviously for us, um, like a, a fitness festival event and activity in Portsmouth and the South Sea area um, yeah. it's quite a cool thing to go along to and there was lots of yeah. different stuff being promoted on the day as well so for you to be there and be part of that day was obviously quite a cool thing as well yeah that was very cool because um it just it just so happened that um I was on my Instagram and I came across um Sweat Celsius so the gym there and um I contacted Luke no I think I contacted Luke or Luke contacted me just about the gym itself. And then um, he, he actually thought I was from London. Um, and he said like, Oh, we're having like um, the South Sea fitness festival. I don't know if you want to come along and be like a guest speaker. And I was just like, yeah, that, that would be like amazing. Um, just to even be part of something that's like my community and where I'm from. Mm. Um, and then I met up with him about a week or so before and just discussed, um, what I was going to be doing. Um, we did plan for me to actually host a workout, but, um, it turned out like timing and everything was all mixed around at the very end. So I could only do my talk, which was it, which was great. Anyway, I was just really grateful to have been asked to be there. Mm. Um, um yeah and then he and then he was like oh thank you so much for traveling down and I was like well I only came from Elm Grove <laughs> it's like less than a 10 minute walk <laughs> yeah so um yeah that so again that was all from Instagram um and just coming across um like people in the whole Portsmouth community which I am trying to get more involved with because I know there is a lot more fitness um in like where I where I live and everything mm. like I am from Portsmouth but I also live just outside of Portsmouth mm. um yeah it, it's just amazing the potential that you can find on social media I think yeah it's really interesting to see um like the spread of stuff um because yeah. I've noticed a lot of the time you sort of start talking to people and you find out oh they're like Nottingham and Newcastle and everyone's in London and yeah. it's like oh cool because you can carry on talking but your chances to meet and interact with those people physically is usually quite limited. It's like you're really reliant on sort of events and meetups and ceremonies and stuff like that. Um, But you gradually start to realise actually, or I'd say most places, like Portsmouth is a reasonable sized city. So most of the cities you will find there'll be quite a lot of um, bloggers that will do obviously different stuff. But I think for particularly for us being around kind of by the seafront is I feel like that sort of draws a lot of people to fit. I don't know if I'm making that up in my head, but I feel like that draws people Mm -hmm. to fitness um, because you can run along the seafront and I kind of get that impression in my mind that, oh, there's a lot more stuff going on that you're not aware of because it's like an informal group or something like that probably. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I I would agree to that as well. Like, uh, I think unless you you're kind of aware of it, like you say, people mm. like are running like along the seafront, then I think um, yeah, you you become more aware to it. But then 
if you're not so much aware of it like i, I before i came across um sweat salsi um and more other brands in portsmouth mm. i wasn't quite aware of it so yeah yeah when i think of some of the stuff that was going on um at that festival like i knew um because i used to play volleyball so i knew about the volleyball i think i've seen the tennis people before um obviously they had the fo- the football guys there but some of the other stuff with like the um like the sports massage places that were there the hot yoga um, yeah like the trampet exercises and the high uh, uh, the <laughs> the like the tai bow type activity that wasn't tai yeah. Bow. <laughs> yeah yeah i know um like all that sort of stuff i think you're not aware that that particularly goes on and i'm sure no, there's not, the occasional yeah. leaflet and poster and stuff that gets ignored but actually seeing it happen like really draws you into giving something a go yeah definitely um like we tried the um like the hot pod yoga yoga yeah oh my god (laughs) i remember you saying that you came out so hot didn't you yes (laughs) i started sweating while we were waiting for the session to start (laughs) i was like no Uh, i wish i tried that because i've I've never tried hot yoga and it's always something that i've wanted to do i i would i'm very like i'm cheap in that i never like paying for stuff i'll go and try anything for free yeah um but yeah it's quite hard to get me to want to pay for stuff um but <laughs> yeah. that was one of those things where i was like actually like i could be up for giving that a couple of a couple of goes and seeing how it could seeing how like that benefits you over time yeah um because i think even in one session you're you can see the physical like <laughs> the amount of sweat that's leaving your body and you're like well how yeah, can yeah. if you did five sessions that's got to actually have like a noticeable impact yeah um i mean yeah like i say, I, I came out absolutely sweating like the, the label had sweated off of my bottle <laughs> <laughs> like you can't tell me stuff isn't happening yeah. in there. <laughs> mad isn't it i know no um, definitely on my to-do list though do you have uh any other stuff kind of planned for the coming weeks or months um around like your fitness or your blog or anything that's going on um i I'm planning something, but I can't really say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be one of those annoying bloggers. But yep. yeah, I do I do have something under wraps, um, which will hopefully be released at the end of the summer, okay. um, August, September time. Um, and no, I'm, I'm just generally working with um, brands that I've been following for a really long time and I just decided to contact them and see if they would like to work together and um fortunately they've all been really um amazing and said yeah they would love to work together so that's great I've got some amazing recipes coming up um and yeah the 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 blog awards like Mm. see see how that goes yes (laughs) fingers crossed yeah (laughs) get get a short live recording from you winning (laughs) (laughs) well touch wood touch wood yeah well i mean even like you said to to be on that short list of is it three um yeah to to already be there um is pretty amazing so that that's pretty awesome Um, yeah if people want to find out a little bit more about you um hannah where can they do that 
Um, so my blog, um, my website is um, hannahandfitness.com or follow my Instagram at hannahandfitness. Um, and then my Twitter is just hannahandfitness. Yeah. Cool. Awesome stuff. Thank you very much for chatting with me. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. That's okay. And hopefully we'll hear from you again after the blog awards as well and see how that goes. Yes. Yes. Fingers crossed. Awesome stuff. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Thank you. No worries. Bye. Thank you. Bye. So a big thank you to Hannah, who was on the podcast this evening. Um, it was awesome to hear a little bit more about what goes into or what has gone into Hannah's story and Hannah's journey. Um, so as she said, you can check her out in a few different places, um, obviously at Hannah's website, which is hannahandfitness.com, uh, on Twitter, which is hannahandfitness, uh, and you can also find her um, on Facebook and on Instagram as well, um, where I know she has loads of information about fitness health um, and about some of that food stuff that we talked about as well so it's definitely worth um, checking Hannah out and seeing what's going on with her Uh, as you may have seen if you'd seen some of the information I sent out before this podcast has been released um, this is the first in kind of a summer series um, of interviews that I'll be doing uh, with a few different bloggers coming on uh, where we will be touching on mental health uh, but not everyone will have had experienced mental health illnesses um so like Hannah it could be a little bit about how what they do can apply to mental health um and finding out a bit about their stories and about how they've kind of become successful through blogging and things like that as well so I'm really interested really excited uh to have the opportunity to uh talk to a few different people um coming up in the next kind of month or so uh and being able to share those stories and conversations with you guys as well as always, if you want to find out a little bit more, all the information can be found at the website, which is mikesopenjournal.com. Uh, the podcast is available, obviously, as you're listening to it, uh, either through iTunes, Acast, or through the website as well. Um, as always, please do remember you're not alone out there. Thank you for listening. <laughs>